Well, hi, my name is Mark Tuchel, and welcome to my Living Sober Sucks But Living Drunk Sucks More podcast. This is the audio version of my written blog, and the title of this piece is called It Still Sucks. Alright, now I know that the title doesn't sound very uplifting or motivating, and I usually attempt to write in an uplifting and motivational flavor, but I also believe that in certain cases it's better to write from a true heart than to gloss over or offer false hopes. But in the end, I do intend that this will be a motivating message. Now the first book I ever wrote is titled, Living Sober Sucks, But Living Drunk Sucks More. And I have to say that after more than 10 years of complete sobriety, it still sucks! Now, I admit that this is purely all my own fault and probably based on skewed perceptions. My own skewed perceptions of how I would like things to be balanced against the way things actually are. I know that my expectations of myself are just too high, and I'm not under nor have I ever been under the misguided belief that sobriety in and of itself should or will make my life perfect. And I use the word perfect here because there is no question in my mind that my life has become far better living as a non-drinker than when I was a user. However, in my case, I am still a bit disappointed with my own results. Now, sobriety has a way of allowing my mind to see things in a clearer, truer fashion. I can usually see what needs to be done if I want a certain result. The problem is then that with a sober mind, I can also see my own limitations, or I can see the end result, or in many cases, the failed end result. Now, facts and reality have become too blatantly clear to me now. I mean, it's not easy to delude my vision or liquefy my perceptions. I can't drink my mind into thinking things are different than they are. That's why I say it still sucks. Now, I realize that each case is different. Now, for many people, sobriety is very rewarding for them. Many people who are married or are in relationships, they find that their family life and personal interactions with loved ones vastly improves. I've also heard from others who say that their relationship has become more difficult since they themselves have stopped drinking. I mean, if one person stops and the other doesn't, you pretty much go in opposite directions. And I do feel that sobriety is a rougher situation to be in for single people. And many others have stated that their careers and financial situation has dramatically improved since they stopped drinking. I know that in my case, I'm able to work better and have been offered many new jobs. I can also afford to eat better and live better without having to earn any more money, simply because I'm not spending any money on booze or recreational drugs. So in the overall, I have no regrets for stopping my destructive drinking hobby. But this has been a struggle, and the struggle continues. What's even more confounding is that the struggles are always evolving, and they become different types of struggles. I mean, here I am with over 10 years of complete sobriety below my belt, and the temptation to drink those new and different types of struggles away continue to exist. 
the struggle and temptations aren't outwardly apparent. I mean, the temptations aren't brought on by seeing others drink or any other obvious triggers. The temptations exist within my own mind. They're the result of my own dissatisfaction with myself and the desire to escape my realities. Now, my lifestyle as a non-drinker has become so normal to me that I'm rarely in situations where I face obvious temptations to drink. But that lifestyle change has also brought with it a feeling of boredom and depression, and that's when I'm tempted to drink. My personal hunger for exhilaration and excitement isn't being fed. I thought that drinking and taking drugs enhanced and enabled that hunger to be fed, but it didn't. Now that I'm clean and sober, I can see that. I wasn't living a rush. I was just loaded. And here's the most twisted part about this all still sucking. Over the past eight years, I've been to more places than I even knew existed. I've met more interesting people than I knew existed. I've had more new experiences than I ever had in my past. I've done more heart-pounding and dangerous activities than I ever did when I was drinking. I I now have the clarity to understand the consequences of dangerous and thrill-seeking adventures. I understand that I must have proper equipment, skills, and training to do many of these adventures. I've put myself in harm's way and and went after a genuine rush more times than I ever did when I was drinking. And all these experiences logically support that this can't still suck. Yet I continue to find myself being bored and with the impression that it does still suck. And I said eight years, uh, even though I'm almost 11 years sober, because I feel that I squandered my first two to three years of sobriety. I finally began living again when I met some very caring individuals. I started to care back, and I came to find a new life through knowing them. But I still search for that exhilarating rush. I still yearn for excitement. And I hunger to have all of my senses and every fiber of my being on fire all at once. But now my clear mind allows me to understand that I can't have all of those things. And that I can't live in a constant state of buzz. That's why it still sucks for me. Depression, skewed views, and pessimism are rarely driven by logic. Logical data can often show the individual who is susceptible to these emotions that things aren't as bad as perceived, yet the individual can't change their feelings. That's when, where, and why mind-altering substances are often used as an escape or a diversion. The problem with using substances as a diversion is that it can result in things factually sucking. It can create problems ranging everywhere from poor health, poor choices, poor performance in life, financial difficulties, and interpersonal difficulties. You can create your own logical reasons to be depressed and pessimistic. I admit that living sober still sucks for me, but it doesn't seem to suck as much as it used to. And if I knew precisely what needed to happen or or what I needed to do to make it not suck anymore, I would pursue it. I do, however, have faith in myself, and I do hold hope that at some point it won't suck any longer, or at least it's going to suck a little less. 
But it could also just be one of those idiosyncratic quirks of my personality. I don't know. Some people like to be miserable. I don't think I'm one of those types, but I do know that I'm often driven by challenges and driven by the urge to overcome hurdles. And then again, maybe I'm just a lunatic who isn't making much sense to anybody. But regardless of what it is, I have experienced both ends of the sober spectrum, and I am glad I'm on the clean end of the sober spectrum, and I have full intention to stay that way. I am fully aware that no matter what psychological or emotional discomfort I may feel, I have a better life as a non-drinker and better chances of achieving happiness and contentment as a non-drinker. Now, I'm genuinely sorry if you feel that this is a dark article. I certainly don't want to bring anyone down, and I certainly don't want to deflate anyone's hopes that sobriety will be a fantastically rewarding experience for them. It may turn out to be the best thing you ever did for yourself and your family. I truly hope that living as a non-drinker brings you the happiness and contentment you desire. But please don't expect sobriety by itself in itself to make everything wonderful for you. Allow the sober you to discover and do all of the things that will bring about your happiness and contentment. Be a participant in your life and make your sobriety work in your favor. All right, that's it for this podcast. You know, my intention isn't to force you into anything. I don't want to lecture you or even persuade you. I do want to get you thinking on your own. I would like to help you empower yourself. And these are my own opinions and observations. And all I'm doing is presenting an alternative viewpoint on all the traditional 12-step systems or religious-based systems. I don't want to dissuade you from following any system or faith. I just want to ask that a Along with your current beliefs and faiths or system that you do follow, that you do a little thinking of your own. Hey, if you enjoy this stuff, you get something out of it, please tell your friends about my blog, uh, the podcast, and my website. My website is livingsobersucks.com. You can share all of this stuff. Uh, also, I got a bunch of books out there. They're on Amazon, uh, eBooks, uh, on Apple, i iBooks, and all sorts of places all over the internet. Also, I have my audio books out there, and I put my blog and podcast and website out. It's all absolutely free of charge. You can access it and listen to it for free. I pay for all. All this out of my own personal funds so if you like what I do and what I write about you can please show your support by making a donation to my site there's a link right at the bottom of my blog article and on my website it's all done through PayPal hey I gotta ask you to make a donation otherwise nobody will right okay well thank you very much for spending some of your extremely valuable time with me I really do appreciate it and I hope that you make the best out of your own sobriety my name is Mark Tuchel